Well, welcome back. This uh, should have been episode number five, but um, Madison over here had a little situation last week. Yeah, guys, I'm back. I'm feeling better. Um, I got a concussion. There's a very, very, very interesting story behind it. I don't know if we're going to tell that here, but um, I know firsthand what happened. (laughs) Should I tell them? I don't know. Maybe, maybe to, uh, maybe to save yourself some, (laughs) some dignity, you just leave it to yourself. Let's just say I got a little too carried away. Um, When I'm playing games with my friends, I get very, very competitive. We were playing Ultimate Frisbee in the dark so as you can assume there's other things involved <laughs> um i went to go dive for this frisbee full on ready to catch it i was doing so well and i went to go dive for it and boom on the concrete <laughs> fell <laughs> like my friends were like literally like yeah this is what it sounded like <laughs> like quite literally on the pavement uh, smack in my head. Um, well, you had texted me. Yeah. And I'm like, good Lord, like, are you fine? And you seem to be. And then I saw you, what was it, Monday? And I looked at your face and it was, your cheek was swollen. And I'm like, something's going on here. And then Tuesday <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'm not here. Yeah, no, I ended up going to the doctor because I didn't feel any better. And I was like, okay, it's not just from getting carried away. <laughs> It's because something else is going on, um, and little did I know that like Sunday I was experiencing a c- concussion, but yep. I didn't know. And same with Monday. Well, it's hard when you've never had that happen to you. I mean, I've gotten like a few like little tiny minor ones, but it was definitely not as bad as that. That was probably a, a, a decent sized no, concussion. No, like yeah, literally, I remember laying in bed and like the room was spinning, um, and I'm that there. sensation still like is a little bit kind of with me, but it's not as bad. Um, But anyways, I was concussed, and then I also found out that I had tonsillitis. So you've had a week. Yeah. You've got some personal stuff going on. Yep. um, My throat is still a little suck. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) It's a little phlegmy. I mean, I didn't nearly have any of that going on, but um, yeah, it was a week for me. The last seven days, eight days. Yeah, should we dive into that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, because I think it's... <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> what was that? You're like, yeah! Sometimes my mouth makes noises and my brain's not aware of it, but... Um, yeah, awesome. I mean, I feel like we should because it's kind of like our diving board, you know, where we kind of jump things off. Um, I'm not afraid to admit this. A lot of people... We'll be like, oh, why are you talking about mental health, all that kind of stuff? Um, because the conversation needs to be had. We have, you know, an issue in this country because not enough people are willing to talk about it and be honest with you. So that's what I'm going to do right now. Um, it is okay to admit to yourself that you're not okay. Yes. But what's not okay is to not do anything about it. Right. Because I think the first step is admitting that you there's a problem or that you need help. Second step is actually like going in and seeking help, like fixing the problem, getting a solution intact. And I think too, too often so many people are like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm depressed, but I'm just going to sit this one out and like just be sad by myself instead of going to talking, going and talking about it. And for me, like it doesn't even mean 
need to be like an actual therapist. It could also be like you call one of your friends and you talk about what's going on or like you do something for you that makes you happy or like, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. And I think if you have the right friends in your life, those friends are going to tell you what you're probably already thinking. They're going to tell you to, like you said, get help. And it's not people freak out when you say things like, oh, I need help. It's not like you're going to rehab or something like that. You literally need assistance in your everyday life of getting through things. So I'll be honest with you. I went to the doctor last Monday. Um, First time I had seen a primary care physician in probably, I'm 28, maybe 10 years. I haven't taken care of myself. Yeah, it's been a long time. So, you know, I've been been having some, a rough time. I've been dealing with some things and, uh, you know, I finally... Got pushed enough to go do it. I had been talking a long time. Well, I, you know, kind of admitting to myself, you need help, but like not being, I don't know if strong enough is the word or just, I don't know, but I just didn't follow through. Um, so my fiance finally booked it. You know, my mom told her that it needed to be done. I had another friend, you know, that was basically saying the same thing. So I went in, you know, I'm, I'm on some medication now. Um, hearing the diagnosis, I think was the hardest thing. I know exactly what you mean. Cause I went through a very similar situation. Um, and I think that's like step three, right? Like admitting you have, you need help. Step two is like going and seeking help. Step three is like, you know, finding out like, oh, you know, this and this and this. And I hate saying like, oh, this is what's wrong with me because how is mental health any different than if you had cancer per se? Correct. And I think... It's not. It's an internal wound. Literally. People just think you're weak if you have mental issues. And it's like, I feel like most people in life that say, well, I don't have stress or I don't have anxiety. I don't believe you. You're lying. I I just don't believe you. I agree. It's like, really? Nothing stresses you out. Like, nothing, like, makes you upset. Nothing. Not one. Bullshit. (laughs) Bullshit. Yeah, I I totally disagree. I mean, maybe maybe you do live without anxiety or stress. I mean, I I don't know what that is. Yeah, but you know, most of the people that I've talked to, whether it be family, friends, somebody is dealing with something. There is something dragging that person down. You know, and that's what mental poor mental health feels like is there's constantly something dragging you down. Your mind just constantly wanders. It's worrying about this, worrying about that. Um, I just thought I had high high anxiety. I didn't think I had the depression part of it. So like I said, hearing that was kind of hard. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it opened my eyes and it was like, oh, okay. So I'm not, I'm not crazy. Exactly. It's almost like, that fear of like, okay, maybe part of the reason why I don't want to get help is because I'm afraid of what they're going to say or afraid of what other people might think of me. But this is like one of the main topics of our discussion today is stop being afraid of doing things, like whether it be about your mental health and like getting it checked out and and figuring out what you need to do to live a better and healthier life. To alleviate the situation, it goes back right. to another thing. I, I again, have not taken my care of myself clearly in the last 10 years. I do enough of like, you know, working out, eating, 
you know, eating right, taking vitamins, that kind of like I'm in, I'm in good physical shape. You're not slamming your Me- head on the concrete, no. are you? No. <laughs> okay, well, th- that makes one of us. <laughs> so, you know, mentally, I haven't been taking care of myself. Um, but I also had a tooth issue. The damn thing died in my mouth like 10 years ago, and I just had it pulled this past winter. So it's what? like that was giving me a ton of stress, and then having it done, you're good. So it's like you can't put things off when it's important, when it's mental health or, you know, like I said, you know, mouth health, whatever it is. <laughs> if it's health related, it always comes first. Like you asked me last Tuesday, you're like, you know, do we need to record today? I'm not feeling well. Obviously, you didn't come to work. And I was like, of course, like health always comes first before yeah. anything. I think that's something that I think our country struggles with. Yes. Is that it's like, oh, and I guess not so much with, you know, COVID and the pandemic, but still, like, it's, like, expected if you don't feel good, then it's, like, as long as you're not throwing up, then your ass better be at work. Yeah, you better rough through it. Yeah. But, like, I'm so sick of that lifestyle. It's, like, why can't I just, like, why would you want me at work when I'm not going to do anything besides just, like, sit there and be in pain and, like, wish that I wasn't here? Exactly. You know? Well, and it's kind of funny because um, one of my friends over the weekend you know, we were talking about uh, how she every once in a while, like they're, they're like baiting these employees to work while they're like, oh, like if everybody clocks in, you get a free PTO day. Like and we thought it was funny. And then, you know, her fiance is like, well, we all act like that because in America we're so used to be treated like crap yeah. that when we get treated well, it's weird for us. Yeah. We're like, wait, what's the catch? <laughs> like. What? <laughs> You're being nice? What? Wait, what? I mean, and, and and that's not everywhere, obviously. Like, we have a great work environment here. Like, yeah, you know, we no. have a lot of freedoms that a lot of people don't have. Like, they treat us really well here. But I've got friends, they get treated like crap. Yeah, exactly. I have, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to work someplace and I've cried my eyes out. Yeah. So, like, quick little story, if you'd like to hear yeah, it. Yeah, let's hear it. So I used to work at this Mexican restaurant. It's called Sukasa. Mm-hmm. Maybe I shouldn't have dropped the name, but <laughs> just saying. Um, the owner was an awful person. Um, I can't tell you how many times I went to work, and he yelled at me aggressively. He would insult me and say that I was basically stupid. He questioned my education, saying, like, what? Uh, keep in mind, I was, like, 18, 19 at the time. Mm-hmm. And he was like, did you even graduate high school? Like, you're dumb. And I'm like, I'll have you know, I graduated the 4.1, so no. <laughs> um, and he would just say that I'm really dumb all the time. Um, I remember there was one time I was sick, and I, like, tried to blow my nose, and he yelled at me for using their napkins. He said that if I want to blow my nose at work, that I had to bring my own napkins and my own tissues. So just, like, that was, like, crazy right and yes that like that kind of combined like the sick thing and then also like him being a horrible boss there's so many other things but i remember repeatedly i would cry most of the time when i was at work or have like nervous breakdowns because my boss was so awful i've been lucky i really I'm, I'm really like as you were telling that story i'm like listening but also like thinking back in my head at all the different jobs that i've had and i'm like I don't know that I've had a terrible boss. 
I mean, I've had some okay ones that, you know, could be better. Yeah. But, like, I feel like I've been treated fairly decently. Um, but, like I said, I've had so many friends. It's just, like, why are you still working there? If they the, treat you like that. Leave. The reason I still work there is because... Um, What's well, a different situation? You were younger. I was younger, and I was making a lot of good tips there because I was a server and a of bartender. Course. But I was also getting very sexually harassed at that job. So that was another reason why I was like, I can't do this anymore. I was like, so, like, uh, okay, so I remember there's one time where my boss was sexually harassing me in front of a customer. And I knew this because I could, like, speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. And he was doing it in front of me, acting as though I didn't understand what he was saying, but I could totally understand what he was saying. Um, and then, like, obviously I had customers that were, that would harass me all the time. And I was just like, over this job, the boss sucks. <laughs> like, this is awful. So, yes, that was a really long tangent. But. It was, but we, we can get back on the rails. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I'm, I'm taking medication now. Um you know, it was a wild ride the first couple of days, the ups and downs, but it it seemed to have smoothed itself out. Like I, you know, I can feel the edges being rounded. Like yeah, and and I think part of the fear of going back and doing all that stuff. You know, I I took ADHD medication. You know, up until I was like eighteen, and it was so strong that you know I was in a a daze most of the time. Like I was just like glazed over. So I guess I was kind of worried about that, but like, you know, that shouldn't scare you into like fixing things. Like, I, I honestly can't tell you how long I've been saying, yeah, I'm going to go see a doctor. Yeah, I'm going to go do this. Um, so, yeah, next step for me is to uh, book an appointment with a therapist, uh, start getting that into my regimen. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm feeling a hundred times better. Yeah, you look less anxious. Yeah, that's. I mean, a my good finger, word. like just under your fingernails, like that area. I remember I'd be sitting in here and they'd be sweating, like you'd see beads of sweat there. It's like, <laughs> that's gross. why am I sweating that much? Like, why am I that yeah. worked up? Well, to be fair, we're in the studio right now and it's, it's, it's a, a sauna. It's a little warm. Yeah, and I like it hot, but it's like oh, really hot right now, in this sauna that we call the studio. <laughs> but um, I think also knowing that. You know, I like what you said about, you know, being not afraid to get help. Also, not worrying what other people will think of you. Yes. Because I had a very similar situation about, I want to say a year to two years ago. Mm -hmm. I was not in a good place mentally. Um, I was very suicidal. Um and I didn't want to admit that to anyone because I didn't want people to think that Judge I was crazy. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not crazy. I no. just have a lot going on in my life that I don't know how to handle. And so eventually, like, I had um, talked to one of my professors at school, and she's like, you need some help. Um, and I eventually started seeing a therapist. I also had taken some medication as well. Um, I actually just stopped taking that back in like December or in like November or something like that. And I feel like for me, I needed that medication to help get me through a really rough patch in my life. Um, and I think that it kind of gave me the ability to cope better for the future. 
Um, Because I'm going through or and have been going through a rough time in my personal life. I'm not going to get into the details. No, please don't. That's a story for another time. Yes, yes. But... Um, I had told my mom, I was like, yeah, I'm not even taking that anymore. And she's like, wait, I'm really impressed that you're able to handle all this and you're not doing a downward spiral. Like yeah. you're actually doing really good. So her hearing, hearing her say that was actually really probably eye opening. No, it really was. Cause I was like, I thought I was doing horrible in life. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous laughing. Nervous laughing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, not being afraid to get help, not being afraid of what people might think of you, yep. just going because this is what you think you need or like seeking help. What's best for you? I mean, you know, it's like the he the doctor told me like you don't have to take this medication for the rest of your life. Like Exactly. And I like that they give you that power. It's like, like you, you know, decide. you got to get your stuff together first. Like yeah. you got to fi- you figure out how to deal like you said f- deal with things and in you can't just stop taking it. That's the other thing. Like when you take that kind of medication, like you've got to stick on it. And then when they say you can start weaning yourself off of it, that's what you do. You can't just one day just be like, nah, I'm done taking this. Like mm-hmm. it, it like, especially like anything antidepressant or anything like that. It, it's going to, it's going to mess with you big, big time. So definitely, um, I guess the one thing, you know, that I can't get past is like, this isn't something that's curable. It's treatable. But at the end of the day, this is something that I'm going to live with my entire life. It's something I'm going to battle with and it sucks. I mean, yeah, I know it kind of sounds like it is like some type of like, Ooh, scary disease. But it's like, um, basically it's like leukemia. Like people who have leukemia, you have that. It's not really, necessarily curable but it's just you just got to learn to live with it it's like the new normal mm-hmm. so I definitely agree with that um and it's like kind of makes you feel like you're broken a little bit it does but you're not it's no. just like you're probably were always like this you just started realizing oh wait not everyone is you're not alone (laughs) i mean obviously you're learning right now you are not alone exactly Um, i wanted to segue really quick into this whole like don't be afraid to be afraid type deal yeah um and i think this doesn't have to deal with just like mental health right it can be with literally anything you know if you had a bad relationship don't be afraid to fall in love again Mm -hmm. like don't don't do it because you're afraid of what could happen or don't chase or like purposely not going after your dream or something that you want because you're afraid to fail. And that's something that I feel like I'm doing right now. And I had a conversation with my roommate about it. Um, I felt like where I want to be right now is not where I thought I would be. And like my dream is to become, you know, a videographer or geez, I can't even speak a video a videographer, a photographer, yeah. an actress. I want to do mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. But I'm not actively doing anything to get me to where I need to go. And I think part of the reason is because I'm so damn afraid of failing. So I'm not even trying because I'm not like, oh, well, I just suck. It's mm-hmm. like, well, I didn't try it because I never got the opportunity. Mm-hmm. But I think I need to start changing my mindset. Yeah. And stop being so afraid 
Put yourself because, up there. Exactly. Because this is the thing. Like, I don't want to look back in 20 years and be like. Full of resentment. Oh, yeah. I, I want to look back and be like, you know what? Maybe I didn't become who I thought I was going to be, but at least I tried. And I made a commitment to myself that I'm going to start doing more of those things to get me to where I want to be. At least trying to do it. You know, so that way I don't have any regrets. Yeah, well, and, and take oh. take it from somebody that's a handful of years older than you, um, and that's done it, and that's in entertainment. Like, like you were saying, like you at least have to try. Like I know so many people that don't try; they never try. They gave up before they even started because the road seemed too hard and everything. If it doesn't work out, guess what? Life is awesome. You can. Change what you do. You exactly. can you can start new. You have like it's like here. It's like being home. Like if things were to fall apart and I lost my job or s- something catastrophic happened, my parents are forty five minutes away. Yeah. I, you know you you have to go for the things that you want. Don't look back in life regretting it. Do what you want. If you fail, you fail. It is what it is. And that's exactly what I feel like I always tell myself. But this time I feel like I'm, like, serious. Like, I'm making plans to, like, go after my dreams. I'm going to do it because I feel like I don't want to have any regrets. And also it's, like, something that I can't shut up. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a thing in my voice or a thing, thing in my brain that's, like, hey, Madison, remember this? Remember me? Remember your dreams and your passion and everything that you dreamt that you wanted to be since you were three years old? Like, hello, wake up, stupid, I'm here. So it's like one of those things where I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be afraid to do this anymore. I'm just going to do it. And if I mess up, then I mess up. I'll figure out something else. Well, it's like a, a lyric from a G-Eazy song. Like, it's only a dream until it comes true. Like, yeah. I never, like, th- I mean, it's like, I'm no rock star. Like, you know, I'm I'm on local radio, but like. If you would ask me six years ago when I was just starting this, you know, in promotions and working my ass off and doing all the other crap, like I never would have told you any of this was possible. And it, and it's weird how like I think it's just so normal. Like this is just who I am. Other mm-hmm. people think it's the coolest thing ever. And I'm just like, okay. I mean, I think it's the coolest thing since sliced bread, but like, <laughs> see, and then I say that and I sound really nerdy and not cool. You have or to be nerdy hip. and cool to be in this. Yeah. I'm so hip, guys. <laughs> you know when you got to tell somebody. Yeah, that's how you know you're cool. But um, yeah, it's don't be afraid. I've taken a lot of chances in my life, um, you know, moving to Iowa Losing my job, you know, because of that and, you know, having to have the weight of, oh, I moved my fiance out here too. Now it all fell apart. Like everything gets better. Just take chances, try things, you know, you never know what might happen. And that is freeing, but also terrifying. Yeah, but it should be like realistically, you're not living until you're terrified. You shouldn't be comfortable. So it's okay that I'm freaking out all the time and like worried about my life. I'm living. You should be. Yeah. Everybody lives. I mean, everybody dies, but not everybody lives. I mean, imagine going through life and just doing, you know, the same thing day after day after day 
and just being so comfortable that life just becomes monotonous and then before you know 30 years is gone see and that's what i don't want to do like i don't want to be somewhere where i'm doing i'm waking up at the same time every day i'm doing the same stuff for 30 years and then i like wake up one day and i'm like Back in my day, <laughs> orange groves as far as the eye can see. You know, like, I don't want to do that. I want to be living every day, like. It's your last. Yeah. And I want to be happy to wake up every day, not like, I can't wait for the weekend. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, that's such a cliche thing. But it's true. Like, I want to be. happy like not I, I, that's a bad phrase but. no it's no 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 no. let me stop you because it's kind of the one of the things that i you know i realized going and seeing the doctor and getting on medication and you know looking up therapists and stuff um and i saw a friend uh he worked at mix 95 7 in grand rapids and he he had laughed and he posted something about you know he, how he laughed and, you know, how he thought, you know, changing what he was doing was going to immediately make him happy and how, how he wasn't. And it's like, I think it's weird because he was, like he said, is like, am I incapable of being happy? Like, it's me. So- like, I have so much good going on. I, I'm getting married. I got this new job in Kalamazoo. I have the fortunate ability to live here. Um, You know, all my family's great. Like, I have all these positive things, but like. How in any sense could I be depressed? And I know exactly what you're saying. It's like, and I don't know, maybe I'm, I kind of feel like Ariel from like Little Mermaid. It's like, I want more, you know, like you get something and then it's like, I want more. They're like, what's next? What's, this can't be just it of life. Like I want, I want to live the fullest. I want to reach my full potential. I want everything I can get out of life. And I think what's stopping me is being afraid to fail. So it just brings back to like, I'm going to try not to be afraid anymore. You know what? I'm not going to try because it's do or don't. Do or don't. Correct. So I'm going to not be afraid anymore to reach my dreams. I'm just going to jump off the cliff. I'm not going to dip my toe anymore. I'm just going to swim. Spread those wings. And if you you fly for a while and you end up (laughs) crashing, it is what it is. Yeah. So, um, it's funny, we were talking about the ups and downs of the medication. I'm in here yawning uncontrollably. Um, I haven't really eaten today. That's probably part of my problem, but uh, I had breakfast. I mean. Okay, coffee is not <laughs> breakfast, Jordan. It was more than coffee. Uh-huh. I don't know if I believe you because you're laughing at me, so I know that I'm correct about the coffee. Considering that I see like. You got me. Considering that there's usually like five cups in the studio that are filled with coffee. Uh, and some of them at some point or another may mold over. You never know. <laughs> yeah, it's. You need some help, my friend. Good thing you're getting it. <laughs> Okay, that was too soon. Oh, no, that was great. I love it. I Sometimes you got to be able to laugh at yourself and joke around because that, huge. life is, you it's can't take hard. it too serious. No. And I think I, I was doing that for too long, was taking everything too seriously. So you got to be able to loosen up a little bit. But um, I'm trying to think as I bid you on again. Oh, my gosh. You're going to make our audience go to sleep. Yeah, that's not the, uh, that's not the goal. <laughs> hopefully, 
hopefully it's uh, from that and not from being boring. But um, do we have anything else we wanted to hit? I think just going into the world not being afraid of, like, failure or, like, what people think of you or, like, what people don't think of you or things that you wish that you had but don't or being afraid of, like, oh, this this isn't what I planned for myself at this point. I love what you said about everything happens for a reason and Mm -hmm. life is fluid. It it, is. There's ups and downs and curves and turns and you never know what's going to be next. And that's... Well, because you were texting me the other day and you had said something, well, this is not where I wanted to be by 24. And I was just like, there's no timeline in life. I know. And I think I get... Bleep is messy. Like, (laughs) you know, I mean, it's (laughs) it happens. Like, I'm 29, almost 29, and I'm still figuring my my bleep out. So it's like, you know... It's like bleepity bleep bleep. Yeah. It's, It's a habit from radio, like... You openly swear, like me being in a studio, like my mind's like, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, but going back to that, I think that as humans, we try to compare ourselves to others don't, because don't. you know that's like we're like, oh, like look at them, they're twenty three and they're like uh, doing great, and I'm over here getting ready to turn twenty four, and I'm like, this is not where I wanted to be. That's why social media can be such a problem. It can be, and I think... you spend so much time comparing yourself to what others are doing, and it's like, you don't know what opportunities those other people got. I mean, you don't know how well off they are because of their family, like... Yeah, you... Ah, gosh, I I could go into a whole thing about social media. It's crazy, because I'm like the social media person for the company here in Battle Creek and Kalamazoo, and it's like, I got to realize this past weekend, I need a break. Like, every once in a while, you just put the phone down. I completely agree. I think, though, too, to be fair, because we're only human, I think it is really hard to say, don't compare yourself to somebody else and then, like, actually do it. I think it just, like, you have to wean yourself off. Like, try not to to compare yourself as much or try not to get too hard on yourself because, you know, sleep happens. It's like like somebody saying, well, don't be anxious. Well, Great. And that's uh that's so much easier. My knuckles are done. sweating. <laughs> uh, that's when you know it's bad. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm on the mend getting things figured out. Um some people will probably ask me, Well, why did you talk about that? You shouldn't have, you know, let that information slide. I don't know. I just want to be honest with you. Yeah, and also what are you afraid of? Like this could be helpful to somebody who yeah. needs it. Of course. So why not share our own personal stories? Your 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 own local radio DJ deals with the same problems and insecurities and anxiety and depression and whatever else that you do. We're at the end of the day, we're all just humans. You got that right. That is for sure. Yep. So, um yeah. In that spirit, take care of yourself. Um Don't be afraid to live. No. And don't be afraid to uh you know, take a page from my book and get yourself some help and, you know, start putting the pieces back together because there's going to be plenty of times where, you know, the pieces do fall apart. This won't be the last. I mean, I'm sure there'll be plenty of other times in my lifetime where I have to, you know, get back on the wagon with the meds and everything else. So um, right now it's just uh, maintaining and getting to a better place. So please, you know, if you need it, get the help. Um, take it from from somebody that can relate. 
that's what I got for you. Go after your dreams. Don't be afraid to be yourself. Don't be afraid to fall in love again. Don't be afraid to do whatever you need to do to make yourself happier and more successful and thrive in life. You only get one life, so might as well make it worth it. Happy should be our word for June. Happy. Yes. I like that. So, um, yeah. I mean, I guess we got a week to find out what we'll talk about next week. I kind of like this uh, play it by year and let like things happen in our <laughs> yeah. lives. It, it makes it more relatable. Um, we're not just like going back and forth on stuff. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, good to have Maddie back this week. <laughs> I just realized that I called you Maddie. It's Madison. <laughs> it's okay. When I was a kid, people used to call me Maddie. So that's okay. Okay. <laughs> but it's Madison. Just so we can... <laughs> uh, maybe I'll finally get the intro done. We'll see. Yeah, slacker. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I get it. All right. Well, I'm going to let you guys go. Uh, you enjoy your week, and we will talk to you next Tuesday. Bye.